0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, April 7th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The Better Business Bureau in Toledo is alerting people that scammers are calling or sending out emails and text messages about coronavirus vaccines. Amy Steigerwald reports. Officials want to make sure people know they don't need to pay for a COVID-19 shot or give out a ton of personal information when signing up. Of course, they may ask you for a couple details such as maybe your health insurance, but never your social security number. They are hearing people are being notified as well that it is a law to be vaccinated which is not true at this time. And you should only really pay attention to emails from your local health department or the Ohio Department of Health. Even mommy, Amy Sagerwald. A northern Ohio judge is pushing back on mask mandates in Ashland County. More from Tracy Townsend.
1: A restaurant there is suing the county health department. The department suspended their food service license because they refused to wear masks. The judge officially decided with the restaurant allowing it to operate without that mask requirement. Governor Mike DeWine's office can't comment on ongoing litigation, but did point to a moment from Monday's COVID-19 update. What we know today is these masks are powerful. And if we can keep at the compliance rate that we are today, uh, it will make a huge, huge difference.
0: I'm Tracy Townsend. Cuyahoga County, which includes the city of Cleveland, is struggling with an increase in overdose deaths. Laura Queso has the details.
1: In March, the medical examiner's office says 69 people died from overdoses. That's more than two people a day. And things are not looking much better as we start April. 13 overdose deaths were recorded in just the first five days of the month. To put this into perspective, We have not seen overdose deaths like this since 2017, when more than 700 deaths were reported for the entire year. The medical examiner says if deaths continue at this rate, we could surpass 2017 numbers, when more than 700 deaths were reported for the entire year. Toxicology reports are still being studied, but the medical examiner's office says cocaine and fentanyl appear to be the most common drugs found. I'm Laura Caso.
0: The family of former Columbus Zoo and Aquarium Director Jack Hanna says the conservationist has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. The Columbus Dispatch reports a letter from Hanna's three daughters, Kathleen, Suzanne, and Julie, says their dad is unable to participate in public life as he once did, as his condition has severely worsened in the last few months. The 74-year-old Hannah became famous as a khaki-wearing wildlife conservationist through his appearances on Late Night with David Letterman and several syndicated television shows that have aired across the country. Following a new development in the death of their son, the family of Stone Foltz says they will never stop fighting for justice for him. Tracy Townsend has more.
1: The Lucas County Coroner's Office ruled the death as accidental. Stone Foltz died March 7th while attending a fraternity party near Bowling Green State University's campus several days earlier. The report named alcohol poisoning as the cause of death. The fraternity, Pi Kappa Alpha, met with the university yesterday but declined a hearing. Attorneys for the Foltz family say this has no impact on anything criminally. They called the death deliberate and reckless and say they're not going to stop until this type of behavior never occurs again on a college campus in this country. I'm Tracy Townsend.
0: A special assistant to Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson faces numerous charges, including rape. ONN's Dave James reports. A Cuyahoga County grand jury has indicted 35-year-old Alexander Lackey on five counts of rape, three counts of sexual battery, and a count of domestic violence. According to court records, Cleveland City Hall hired Lackey in 2014 as a special assistant to the mayor. The prosecutor's office issued a statement saying the charges stem from an alleged incident in January when Cleveland police responded to a domestic violence call at Lackey's home involving a 19-year-old victim. He'll be arraigned on Tuesday. Dave James on in News. Newly released autopsies show a man and woman found buried beneath concrete in the basement of a Columbus home were shot to death. More from Yolanda Harris.
1: The bodies have been identified as a man and woman who have been missing since 2018. They were found in January on Sullivan Avenue. The bodies were discovered partially dismembered, buried in the basement, and covered in concrete. 52-year-old Henry Clay Watson and 48-year-old Tara Lynn Pennington were shot. No word on any suspects. I'm Yolanda Harris.
0: A woman from Nelsonville in southeast Ohio has received a 90-day suspended jail sentence in connection with the death of a photographer at a state park. Karina Nova has the details. 20-year-old Miranda Spencer pleaded guilty to obstructing official business in the case. She never notified police that she was with Jaden Churches and Jordan Buckley when the teens pushed a log off a cliff at Hocking Hill State Park in 2019. Chillicothe photographer Victoria Schaefer was killed almost instantly. Churches and Buckley pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter in the case. I'm Karina Nova. An Ohio representative has joined nine other legislators suing former President Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani for their role in the Capitol riots of January 6th. The lawsuit filed by House Democrat Benny Thompson and the NAACP accuses Trump and Giuliani of conspiring with extremist groups, the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers, to incite the riot at the Capitol. The amended lawsuit, of which Cleveland-area Congresswoman Marcy Kaptur is now a part, details the personal stories of each member and describes how they narrowly escaped the mob. The lawsuit invokes the KKK Act of 1871, which makes it a federal crime to use violence or intimidation to keep a lawmaker from fulfilling their duties. And Governor Mike DeWine made an announcement this morning about getting equal access to broadband internet in Ohio. Tracy Townsend has the details.
1: DeWine and Lieutenant Governor Houston announced the launch of a broadband expansion project It was developed through a partnership with Broadband Ohio. In the world we live in today, in 2021, If you cannot access that, you cannot fully participate in society economically, educationally, and other ways. This is starting with a 1,000 families in Cleveland. It's expected to expand
0: as time proceeds.
1: I'm Tracy Townsend.